Hey guys, we got some explaining to do. Um, what we wanted to do was a quick interview that we could slip into our regular show. But what happened was we had so much fun talking to Miss Emily Men's house that we just couldn't cut it out. We went long. So this week you guys get a bonus show. All of Emily's links and details are going to be located in the description of the podcast in case you miss them at the end of the show. It was a lot of fun for us. Hopefully it'll be a lot of fun for you. So, uh... Extra show this week. I hope you like it. You gotta tell her that you're a non-believer. I don't know. We might as well start it off fun. In that you're a Jew. <laughs> no. No? No, 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 I, I would never admit to that. <laughs> Wouldn't want anybody to get the wrong idea. Jesus was a Jew. This is Brandy. <laughs> he wasn't a Jew. He was a black dude. Black people aren't Jewish. Yeah. I mean, other than Sammy Davis Jr., but he converted. Yeah. yeah. Whatever that means. What? Huh? Sammy Davis Jr.? Converting. You don't know what converting was? Uh, uh, he married a Jewish woman who fucking he converted for. I think. Oh. Maybe that's the way it went. Hey, that's the right move. Coming to you from high atop the mendacious building in beautiful downtown Chattanooga. It's the Balderdash Syndicate. And now here's your hosts, Chip and James. So uh, I'm James, and that's Chip. Yeah, I'm Chip. Okay, nice to meet you. Yeah. Nice to meet you. <laughs> uh, so, so what 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 happened was I have a weird algorithm on my Facebook page that the uh, that it keeps suggesting friends to me that are either comedians or people okay. that like are really into horror flicks okay. or or supernatural stuff, and I don't have any clue why that is. But Facebook knows all things. They don't know anything, apparently, because I don't like <laughs> horror films. I'm not into anything supernatural. Um, and I you're into spirits, beer, I, beer. Yeah, we're drinking something called Raymond's Reserve right now, which is from a local distillery, mm. which is mm-hmm. a, it's essentially caramel uh, moonshine. But um, that's nice. Yeah. It is actually. It's really it t- good. Tastes just like candy. Yeah. So what struck me was that you were you tried to explain to someone you were supposed to, I guess, go out on a date with somebody, and you were trying to explain to them what you did, and when you did explain oh. it to them, they kind of like literally <laughs> ghosted you. Oh my gosh, we're going to talk about this. <laughs> I need to drink. <laughs> I need to drink. I have Jack Daniel's Tennessee honey. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I went with because I'm a Kentucky girl. Because you guys are in Tennessee, so that's what I. <laughs> decided to drink tonight um yeah but that's not i mean now my face is turning red um (laughs) (laughs) um, i'd like to say that was the only time that's ever happened (laughs) but 
Yeah, um, he called me. It was like in the afternoon. It was after lunch, and I was working, and I work from home. So he called me, and he was asking me what I was doing this evening. And I was, and I just got done with a paranormal investigation up in Ohio, and I said, "Well, I'm, I'm going to review some audio and things from this investigation because they want to put a video and stuff together, and I need to get some EVPs." And he's like, "What's an EVP?" So I explained to him what an EVP was. I don't know if you all know that, or if nope, I need to nope, explain that's that. Why but, we're here. Uh, <laughs> Okay, um, so I need to explain an EVP? Yeah, well, you, we'll get into that later. Just explain this uh, story okay. to us first. So, <laughs> so anyway, so I tell him what an EVP is, and he got really quiet there for a minute. So he, he said, so you talk to ghosts, spirits? And I said, well, kind of, sort of. He goes, do you hear them when you investigate? Well, I hear them when I investigate because I wear amplified uh, earbuds or headphones and that plugged into my recorder. I can probably hear the neighbors down the road with these things. Right. And so I'll hear voices and I will say, did somebody say that I mark it, you know? And I, I said, but a lot of times I don't know what's being said. I don't sit and communicate. Like I'll ask, I don't know the history of location. So I'll ask historical questions. If this is a family member, blah, blah, blah. But I don't sit and communicate. He's, so he sat there for a little bit more and he goes, so you talk to spirit. I said, well, Kind of, but no, I'm not a medium or psychic or anything like that. And he goes, hey, hey, I got to go. Let me call <laughs> you back in 10 minutes. And he never called me. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I could. Never called me. I could. Uh, but. I, I can't say that I haven't done. I, I, I haven't ghosted somebody like that, but. I have been gotten into a, a relationship and then gone, oh, well, this is just not, not for me. Let me call you right back. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't do that, but. Well, to be honest, I just started trying to start dating again, uh-huh. and I, I was bored anyway. I hate to say that. I was just bored. So I gave him, he kept, he kept, he was on my Facebook too, and we are still friends on Facebook, but not been active on there. I went over and I'm like, should I unfriend him? Should I what? He's still on there, but he hasn't posted anything. He hasn't messaged me, but he kept, he was pretty consistent. And I post some stuff on Facebook of the things that I do. And then I have a podcast called What the Frick Live. Uh And so when we talk about paranormal things and conspiracies, government, all that kind of stuff. And so I figured he kind of knew a little bit about what I do. You, you, if you're not paying attention and you're just going scrolling through, because my first reaction was you're a very attractive woman. And I could see. Drink some more. Huh? No, I've. I've, Drink some more. Um. (laughs) But that's that's the first like when I, I I actually went in and started listening to some of your videos. So like your voice, your your accent surprised me because your accent doesn't huh. really match the way you look, or at least my what the lot is brought tonight. Was that <laughs> the lot is brought tonight? My country swang. Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> I didn't expect that. I didn't have any idea going into it where you were from, what you did, or anything like that. But when you said mm-hmm. that somebody just kind of went like. It's that's weird for a guy to do, I would think. Well, he might be weird too. I don't know him yeah. that well. Well, uh, that was that was the second time I talked to him on the phone. Yeah. So <laughs> he could be a weirdo. He might have demons, and he yeah. doesn't want me to see them. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I I have no clue. He might he might be psycho Bates Hotel. Yeah. It it yeah it's possible because like a guy will put up with a lot of stuff. Right. But, yeah. and, and just to, just, that doesn't seem like, uh, something that immediately throws somebody into, well, I'll, I'll call, I'll call you or later. Maybe he's, 
he's dead. Maybe he. Maybe well, he died. Maybe you should uh, break out your equipment and find out. <laughs> <laughs> he, I mean, he literally ghosted. He might be in spirit form. <laughs> and only you can contact him. Yeah. I, I, I'll just. I'll just say his name. Anthony, because I don't know, I always like an Anthony. Well, he... Anthony, <laughs> Tony, Tony. Yeah. What? Do, what... I, mean, I feel terrible if he actually died, you all. Like if I get off here, <laughs> somehow, I feel so. I hope you bad. have a good alibi. <laughs> like he got, he got COVID. He went into the hospital. He couldn't call anybody because he's in ICU and he died. Like I, he, I mean, it did sound urgent a little bit there hey hey i gotta go i'll call you back in 10 minutes <laughs> i gotta go my car is on fire and i can't now, open the door like, now i'm starting to worry <laughs> oh man we'll contact him for you make sure he's all right <laughs> <laughs> okay all right Maybe, so should I, should I text him should i text him and say hey are you okay should i do it now see if he yeah, responds do back while, while we do this <laughs> just go okay. ahead and do it now Okay, I'm gonna message him. See if he's okay. Oh, hey, haven't fun. heard from you in a while. Are you okay? <laughs> We're changing people's lives. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, see. so what do you do? Like, is this a full time job for you? But uh, no, no. <laughs> it's, okay. it should be. Um, no, I work from home. I'm a hiring coordinator, recruiter for a high end security company. We do a lot of okay. special events. I work from. Home, but then I travel to Colorado a lot, Iowa, Utah. So wait, 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 wait. Where so, do, you, do you go to that Denver airport? Yeah. Okay. Love it. Haven't yeah. been in the undergrounds, but yeah. <laughs> I've seen the devil horse. The devil horse <laughs> and the, uh, the, yeah. all the, everything's a phallic symbol? Yes. Yeah, okay. The Illuminati tunnels yeah. down there. All roads, they say all roads lead to Rome, which I believe that, and it does, and underground tunnels. But they also all roads and underground tunnels lead to the Getty Museum in in L.A. Oh, really? Yeah, it's See, Getty Museum is major. I have I have zero zero like the the whole uh, the whole ghost hunting things uh, the the conspiracy theories. I'm like oblivious to it. Yeah, me too. Like, yeah, I just yeah, I have. Oh gosh, yeah. I don't even so like. I learning. have so much. My web my website. <laughs> I had to create a website because um, this is my third Facebook account in six weeks. Why? And <laughs> Have you been they stalking banned people? Me. They banned me. They my banned... first, my first Facebook that I've had since 2007. Uh-huh. I do my show, What the Frick Live. We do a, a lot of paranormal and aliens type things. Um, authors, writers, anybody that's been on TV, I've interviewed them other than Zach Bagans and that group and Amy Allen off Dead Files. I haven't interviewed her, but everybody else I've interviewed over the years. And so I started, I I say COVID-19 did this because I blame everything on the virus now. Um, I started researching a lot because I've always been into government type things and conspiracy stuff when it comes to the government, but not major, just like skimmed the surface of stuff. Uh But Jeffrey Epstein, when he, when he was first, well, his second arrest and he actually got incarcerated, but um, not incarcerated, but held there. No, no bail. Right. Um, I started digging deeper because I knew that he was the keystone 
to everything. So that just led from one thing to another thing. And then I just realized I was really naive and I've done all research. I have not watched any mainstream news media since 2008 when Obama got his second term. I stopped watching the news then. I don't know. I just felt like I can't watch it. And um, so where do that's you, how I keep. Where do you get your news from? Um, I research topics myself, and then there's some websites and some historical uh, websites that I pay for to get records and things um, like this. For example, like this Ashley Babbitt girl that got shot at the Capitol building. Now, I've been to Washington, D.C. probably 18, 19 times, and I'm familiar with Capitol building. Uh And I still cannot find her death record, can't find her funeral information i have a friend that owns a funeral home so i'm i messaged him and he called me he said he's gonna look it up he looked it up for washington dc then he looked it up in california and then he looked it up nationwide he can't find her death record and i believe that there's an ashley babbitt but that's not a real name and i don't think i think she's still alive so you know i just you got to start digging in and you cannot believe anything that the news media says whatsoever period like you can't you just got to whatever they're not talking about too is probably what you need to research because my dad sits in front of the tv he watches fox news day in and day out and i'm like fox (laughs) news is not your friend cnn is not your friend and like he'll he'll say to me i'll I'll tell him something he's like well that's not what fox news said i'm like you have an older father don't you you have an older yeah he's yeah, he's seven. He's seventy-six. He's a Vietnam veteran. He was a Screaming Eagle hunter and first. Uh, yeah. Um, my surprisingly, dad was, uh, my dad was eighty-second Airborne. Out. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, uh, so, and he did the same thing. He got okay. really involved in Fox News. He, uh, day in and day out, that would depress me anyway. Yeah, yeah that's why I don't watch the news <laughs> at all. Any of them. Yeah. So. I thought he would be anti-vaccine, really. I thought my dad, but he got both of them. Then my mom got both. My mom waited. She's like, I'm going to see if you do okay. My dad's name's Wendell. Mm-hmm. We're going to see if you do okay, Wendell. And she gave it a couple months and because he was one of the first groups that could get him. <laughs> she, so he did. He lived. I would be. <laughs> he lived. If I was your dad, I would be spending those couple of months totally screwing with your mom. <laughs> Real itchy today. He should have. He should have. Just wake up. And then she wakes up, goes mom, in the kitchen. Your dad's covered in freaking ketchup and going after her, wanting her brain. <laughs> he already has violent nightmares, like violent dreams. That's one of, part of his PTSD. Oh man. Um, he he. My mom. He won't go to the doctor for this. Like he's anti. He still. He still won't get hearing aids. So when I call the house, a lot of times. I don't want to hear him coming. <laughs> a lot of time, I, a lot of time, it's, they got new phones that have a louder speaker on it now. So these new phones that they got over the last three months or so, he does a lot better. But before that, I just go, mom, really loud. Because yeah. he's the one that answers the phone every single time. But he can't hear you. Yeah. My grandfather does the same exact thing, and he has <laughs> hearing aids. Will not wear them for nothing. No. Well, yeah. I'll tell you what's happening now. Where I'm used to talking loud to him, my brother too, talking loud to him <laughs> with this new speaker. But he's like, "Why are you yelling at me? <laughs> are you mad?" <laughs> <laughs> 
you don't need to yell at me. You know, and it, it's funny. But he, my mom said she was hearing him one night. They sleep in separate bedrooms because of his violent dreams. And she was hearing him and hearing him. So she gets up. I wish she videotaped this. She walks in and his bed light was on next to his bed. And he's standing on top of his bed off the edge saying he was going to die. He's ready to go. He's ready to go. I'm going to die. He's asleep. Asleep. Oh, so he, he, thought was he, was, he thought he was jumping out of a plane? Yeah. Yeah. He oh, thought, man. yeah. Yeah. And my mom was going, because the doctor, my mom talked to the doctor about it in one of her visits. Mm-hmm. And he, he's like, whatever you do, don't startle him. But like, Wendell, Wendell, you're dreaming, you know, something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So she starts doing it. And she said, Emily, I finally just went, Wendell, because he was going to jump. Yeah. <laughs> It's oh, sad. We laugh about it, though, but that's part of PTSD, and I don't think a lot of people talk about that. About PTSD? So oh, well, the PTSD of the violent dreams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. you're the person, because uh, I, I, I'm guessing you're the person with the headphones on and the boom mic. If you go into a house, you're the you're you're just like kind of. Oh following. yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, I I do all audios. I have audio recorders going on at all times in specific rooms. Yeah, I have like. Okay. To, yeah. <clears throat> How do you get into something like that? Like, where does that start? And like, what age do you know that you're going to do something like that? I didn't know I was going to do paranormal research at all until I got older, but I grew up in a um, a haunted house. I, I don't have any other like crazy story about that. Most most paranormal investigators do grow up in a haunted house. And um, come to find out later on in life, when I was a senior in high school, we moved. My family built a home and I was in middle school when we moved. And then th- there was some events that took place when I was younger and it was the reason why we moved, but they didn't tell us that then. But my senior year, my dad and uh, pretty much and my mom said, you know, the things that you witnessed when you were kids, especially the big event situations that happened, uh, they they finally said it was all true. Like, yeah. So what, what we kind of through. stuff did you experience as a kid? Well, the house was really weird. My bedroom and my brother's bedroom was on the first floor, and then my parents had a big, huge master suite upstairs. The whole upstairs was pretty much my parents' bedroom, and then they had a computer room offside of that. But um, downstairs, the hallway was kind of long, and my room was at the very end of the hallway. And then my brother's room was at the very beginning, but it was catty corner steps to go upstairs. Yeah. That hallway played so many like tricks and stuff on you. You would hear somebody walking down that hallway. My dog, we had a dog. Um, she was a standard poodle. She wouldn't come into my bedroom. And then there was nights I would force her to come into the bedroom and she'd change into a different dog. You would hear my door slam, but my door was still open at nighttime too. our basement. You would hear it sound like a big, huge, like my dad would go down there multiple times to see what's going on and couldn't figure it out couldn't, whatsoever. But you would hear a pipe, like a big, huge metal pipe hit the ground. It was all concrete. It was a concrete basement. And you would hear a roll, roll, roll. And then it would hit the side of the house. And that whole wall on the side of the house, which is my bedroom at the end, would shake. Like it would hit and and shake. So we'd hear that. Um, our house was known to be haunted in, in the neighborhood. My dad bought that house before he got married. There was an older woman there that died in the home found out the bedroom my bedroom was her bedroom Uh 
there, she always sat in a chair in the front bay window. My dad told me later on that he could not keep that bay area, window area, which was like a little nook, um, warm in the winter whatsoever. Um, it stayed cold all the time. And he, I remember my dad putting plastic, like he was doing all kinds of stuff with it. He could not. Well, then we had, my brother had one of his friends spend the night. His friend was named Justin and he, they were in his bedroom and I was sleeping upstairs. I wasn't even downstairs, but he saw me get up. He saw me walk past my brother's room and he thought I was going to the kitchen and he was thirsty. So he's like, Emily's up, Emily's up. And he said, he walked up and he heard the kitchen cabinets opening, but it was dark. And he's like, why is Emily in there in the dark? So he goes in the, the light there in the kitchen um, was right there where he first walked in from the dining room. So he flicked the light on and the kitchen cabinets were open, but I wasn't in there. Hmm. He left that night. Like he woke Zach up and they called the parents and he was gone. So you've, been, bro- you've, been, you've done a bunch of these things, right? You've uh, going oh, into houses. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever yeah, been? Yeah, we used have you ever been uh, anywhere near St. Augustine? Florida? Yeah. Yes. You have. Uh, we we used to have a beach house at Flagler Beach that's 20 uh-huh. minutes like south of St. Augustine, 30 minutes north of Daytona. Yeah, that's where I'm I'm from Florida and I spent uh if you know where the uh lighthouse is in St. Augustine? Yes. There's an elementary school right there right across from the uh, alligator farm. Alligator Park, yeah, yeah, I know where you're talking yeah. about. I, w- I went there for like third grade, I think, is where I went. Mm-hmm. Um, and they keep telling us that they kept telling us that that's a fairly haunted town. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, the the um, fort that's there, mm-hmm. the Fountain of Youth area over that way. The um, well, Al Capone had had a house down there too. Um, oh, what else is there? That jail is haunted. Yeah. There, yeah, that whole town. It's one of the oldest towns. Is it the oldest town in America? The oldest continually occupied in in the United town. States. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I have only been on. I haven't done any paranormal investigations there, but I was down there one time when they were doing those. I haven't done anything personally. I just bought a ticket and went. But the lighthouse, I love lighthouses though. It's phenomenal, and it's. I believe it's haunted. Yeah. I didn't have any uh, equipment to doing EVPs. I just went there for the history and, and everything, um, on it, but I'd love to go down there. We sold that beach house in 2017. So it's been since 2016, since I've been down there, but, um, that's one of the places I always said that if I ever want to move somewhere, I want to move and live there. I just like the atmosphere down there. There's the Mexican restaurant. That's fantastic. That's right across from the, the, uh, uh, fort. It's two floors. I always sit up on the second floor. Oh, uh, the Columbus or Columbia, something like that. I think so. The, yeah, the, I think so. The one that's the second one, I believe. The first one is in Tampa, in Ebor City, and it's the oldest right. restaurant in the state. Uh, the the home of the cigar bar, like they 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 originated the cigar bar, and you can still go there. And I I don't know about the one in St. Augustine, but they come and they make sangria tableside. They wear tuxedos. The the staff. Yeah, is, they do know, that. Yeah, they do something similar. They don't. Uh, it looks like tuxedos. Well, yeah, they they wear bow ties but and white it, shirt. They're, it's, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, I love that place. That's the best Mexican food. That's okay. the I have to go to. All and right. Flagler College is is probably haunted too down oh, there. Yeah. The structure is amazing. I got accepted to Flagler College, and my mom cried two weeks before I was going to move down there because they said I could stay at the beach house. Uh-huh. And don't go. My baby's going. You, and did, you didn't I go? Ended up, I ended up not going. Oh, my God. Yeah, you know, I that, stayed local. Yeah, that's a that's a hell of a college, too. I know. It's I in, should have done it. Yeah, the, the housing there is in the old Flagler Hotel. So it's like, Jesus, I don't even know what year that thing was built. So, all right, I've got, I've got another question. What does, okay. uh, what does the rest of your family think about your paranormal research? That, well, my immediate family, we, we are Christians. Um, I went to Bible college also. I go to a spirit-led church. Um, we have a personal relationship with Jesus. Um, we believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, um, baptize, all that kind of stuff. So we believe as it is looking at this as spiritual warfare, and that spirits do exist. The Bible talks about it way more than anything else, really. They support me in it um, in helping families find answers to what might be causing issues or problems. Or even if it's not even issues and problems, I think that's a little bit elaborated on all these TV shows. Everything's a demon and it's not necessarily a demon. It's probably just a grumpy old man that was grumpy in real life. Um, but they support me for the most part. And I've helped a lot of families. It's really rewarding to help a family that has lost somebody, especially I, I do a lot of overdose cases and things that I don't know what it is with overdose. It seems like when somebody overdoses that, that the family members never get a final answer, but those locations seem to get really active afterwards. And plus I live in the over, I hate to say it, but it's the overdose capital of the nation. If you look up heroin on Netflix, that's my town. Oh yeah. The brown, the brown bag ladies is the ladies that go to my church. So I deal with a lot of overdose up here and it seems like either people weren't um, familiar or thought of the paranormal or spiritual world at the time when this loved one was alive, but seems like after they do an overdose and unfortunately they pass away, then a lot of paranormal activity, but I've gotten amazing evidence on those loved ones. Most of the time, I get communication through EVP work stating some things like, I love you. It's okay. Like move on. Like I get a lot. Okay. So, so where, where exactly did your paranormal, paranormal research start? It started in the mid nineties, way before it was ever on TV. I, I don't know how we did not vault ourselves because <laughs> my friends, he, uh, he, my friend, Josh, he's the first one that got his driver's license in our group. And he had this Jeep, like we would get the extension cords and we would strip them and hook them up to his battery. Like, I don't know what they did. I didn't get in there, but it's a wonder we didn't vault each other um, out and somebody got shocked. But um, we would string out these big, long cords and hook them up to RCA cameras, VHS cameras that were massive. And we would go into these places just to be curious, but started doing paranormal investigations back then. And I've got I got a lot of stuff on video back, back that uh, during that time, too, in the mid 90s. I was probably 15, 15 to 18 is when we did a lot of that stuff. When we graduated college, stopped go, stopped doing a lot. Everybody went off you know, their own way there. And then I started picking back up in my twenties again, and I've been doing it since. So almost 20 years really um, 
in total of doing investigating work. All right. Can you tell us uh, one e of your... E What's that? Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say EVP work, um, I didn't really get into that much in, until the last 10 years, maybe 12 years. Uh, could you tell us one of your more serious paranormal encounters? Yeah. I, I call it the poltergeist of Paintsville and actually wrote um, a story about it that's going to be published in a book um, in August. The poltergeist of, of Paintsville dealt with, um, I do remote view which i don't know if you're all familiar with that um like i can only do it off images i can't do it on videos but i always with residential cases especially before they tell me their story or anything like that um, i tell them to send me a picture of the outside of their house and then send me a picture of like two or three areas inside their home that they have activity in hmm. or something has happened there. so this family sent me a picture and automatically i saw a few things in the pictures i'm not going to tell the whole story i'll just tell you tell you what there they had an, uh, a shadow figure there that kind of morphed and the shadow figure can morph into a person it morphs to a ball it morphs into a cat type animal character but um it was the one entity there that scared the girl usually with children from where i grew up in a haunted home it's a child talking about something i believe a child and i'm i'm working on a project with children right now too um I can't really talk. Can't really tell you what it is, but yeah. um, this child was being not tortured or anything. She's just scared by this black object that I didn't even know anything about that I read off this image. So I was telling the family about it. So I go out there, and it's just me and the wife in the home. Um, the husband and the little girl went and stayed at, at his mother's house for the night. So it's just me and her in the house. We have all lights off. And then she had a nightlight timer light in the hallway came on. And so that came on and we're in this room. First of all, in that room, when we first opened it up, it's a room that they partitioned off. And she said that she felt like they would see this black entity go into that room and, and it's, it's cold it's damp it smells weird in there it's not like the other part of the house and as soon as i open the door in there i have an evp that says wake up hmm. and so we're in there doing evp work you know just staying and listening to the house and that light comes on the hallway and when that light came on i saw a shadow figure it was a man his head was higher than the door frame and i was like oh i just saw a shadow figure walk past the door which it startles me a little bit because you're surprised, but I don't ever get afraid because very few times does this ever happen or anything happens to you to get hurt or anything like that. So I'll go out in the hallway and she's right behind me. When I step foot in that hallway, I'm telling you, my heart went up into my throat. It started racing. I was panicking. Like I felt like I was having an anxiety attack and I couldn't move. And I, I looked at her. I said, my heart is up in my throat. She goes, mine is too. And then that hallway got really dark, even with that light on. I thought I was having a panic attack and I was going to pass out. But I have an EVP and it says, I'm right behind you. Hmm. Clear as day. And I said, I'm going to start praying. And she said, go ahead. And I started praying and then it lifted and it was gone. Wow. Okay. Um, I helped I helped that family and uh, so far they have another baby now and everything and they've not had any problems uh, since last time I was out there um, which was a year and a half ago. We, I still stay in touch with them from time to time and I always told them if they have any other issues to message me but yeah it was haunted. Uh, have you ever had any aggressive paranormal experiences? No. 
Okay. Mm. Not like what you see on TV. No. <laughs> but I don't look for I don't look for that, and yeah. I don't. I, I kind of guard myself for it, and I don't like to be felt like they can touch me. I don't. I don't invite that kind of contact in. You know. I think you have to. There's a lot of people in our field that goes beyond uh, and is a lot of is very dramatic yeah. and they they um you know i don't know they i just i just feel like i need to respect the spirits that are in a house because you know if they're there then th- at one time they used to be a person and how about if i walk into your house right now today while i'm still alive and i just walk in and like what's your name who you uh, what uh, you know what are you doing like in just being very invasive and opening doors and all that kind of stuff like i don't even know you dude (laughs) you know so um i i have not personally had anything that was probably that feeling up against the neck in that hallway and stuff was probably the only time out of all the all these years that i had something that was pretty bad gotcha and it was, but it was like, it, it almost reminds me of a situation where they call that sleep paralysis, yeah. where people wake up in that shadow figure or whatever, and they're frozen. That's how I felt, but I wasn't asleep and waking up. It was, I mean, I couldn't move in that hallway. That's the only house too, that my temperature gave went down to 666. And I asked if it moved it to 666 and I have an EVP that says yes. Really? So it was a man's voice. What yeah. kind of equipment are you carrying in with you when you go and do these? Um, I use the Olympus WS 500 recorder, which is not good if you're doing live investigations and you want to do an automatic playback because the speaker is not that loud, but I don't, I'm not into that. I really want to get good EVPs and then I can just follow up and play my EVPs on the show or something later. Um, so I have every color of that collection. I have black, silver, pink, and I have multiples of them. But if you just have one of each, I'll just tell you this. This was about 16 years ago when they came out with this. Sometimes you can find the white one on eBay for 25 bucks because they don't know what they got. But um, I have one, two, three, four, five. Uh, yeah, there's five of them in each color. Um, that five collection is probably worth $4,000, 5000 mm-hmm. close to it. Almost each recorder is worth 1000 I use that. I take a EMF reader. I don't know if you are familiar with those. It's it's where it, it um, measures the magnetic field there, and a ghost it comes up, you know, says, move that to red. Can you light it up to red? But I don't really like EMF that much because our phones have so much EMF. It, this is a something that bugs me a lot, where you see people that um, are recording, and they're like, oh, it's talking to us, it's talking to us, and they're recording with their phone. And you're two inches, three inches from your EMF meter, but your phone is on and you're recording it. Even in airplane mode, it, it uh, still makes the EMF meter light up when you're that close. I bet I do use it sometimes if I know that I'm going to be setting it up far away and it won't reach, which is a good t- probably about 20 feet. Right. Um, I'm just really old school. And I take a... a Y'all watch Jersey Shore? <laughs> I have before, yeah. I love Jersey Shore. Hold on, where did, where did she go? Where is she? I just had her. You have one of the cast of oh, Jersey yeah. Shore there? Angelina. She's a hamster. Oh. They called Angelina, Angelina a little dirty hamster on there. <laughs> I use her. <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to take a drink of this. Cheers. What are you all drinking again? It's a 
Caramel Moonshine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, out of Dalton, Georgia. Okay, Angelina, and this is the best thing. I have 12 of her um, now. You have 12 hamsters? And I have 12 stuffed hamsters. Oh, stuffed the hamsters. Stuff. This, okay. is not, this is not a real one. 12 hamsters. I'm sorry, That's, I, should have, I, I should have said it. I should have said this is fake. This is the stuff. I'll take a picture. I always take a picture of Angelina on the sites that I take her to to investigate. Love her heart. She's been in every attic and basement that you can possibly imagine. What I like about Angelina, it, it's just, it's just it's $10 off Amazon. But I'm going to turn her on. Uh-huh. My name how is do you Angelina. How, so how do you turn on Angelina? Hear it? Yeah, I hear it. Is it repeating you? It repeats me up to two minutes almost. That's like having an annoying sister. Hold on. It also (laughs) does pitches, too. Listen to this. Oh, here we go. Hello, my name is Angelina. So, That's aggressive. <laughs> Angelina, you can sing your whole alphabet song. The whole alphabet song, she'll wait and replay it back. What I've done with Angelina, which she's awesome and amazing, and it, it's a trigger object for kids to children. But I, what I do with her is I leave her in uh, one of the floors that like, we're not going to hear her on another floor investigating or we talk too loud, she's not going to go off. So usually attics or basements and I'll put a camera up to film her and then I put an audio recorder, but I have her actually, Oh my gosh. I have her actually repeating class A EVPs back. Yeah. I'll get it on the recorder and then you'll hear Angelina say it. And then, um, this last time I was at the Gill house up in Ohio two weeks ago and I'm setting this up, and I have some EVPs there, and I'm setting Angelina up talking to this other paranormal investigator about her because I haven't investigated with them before. And um, right in there, we're talking and everything, and all of a sudden Angelina says, help me, and nobody said help me. We have it on video, everything. So I love her. (laughs) She's great. So I take her. Um, I do a lot. I have a master's degree in education, um, elementary. So I like to do a lot of stuff. You know, remember those um, those weighted punching bag like a clown or or uh, a yeah. where you punch them and it bounces back up. I use that. I I get one of those involved. How awesome would it? I haven't seen it happen yet. How awesome would it be if you see a, if something comes through and hits that sucker down to the ground and bounces back up? Yeah. I don't know. I'm a little bit quirky. I'm not a big camera girl. Like I'm not good with cameras and stuff. So I usually just surround myself with people that are. <laughs> and uh, then I take my recorders and some trigger objects. Huh. And that's about it. Cool. Get good evidence though. <clears throat> so everybody like uh, over the, have you done your audio yet? What'd you get? Like we need to hear like we hear. So I have a lot. Um, a, a lot of people reach out to me after investigation. So, huh. ghost box. I will use some of that sometimes. What is not go, a whole go, lot. ghost? What a ghost box or spirit box? That's where it's a it's a box. Um, the SB7, and it it goes so fast to all the channels, the radio stations, that it starts 
if you get something start coming through, you get um, like it goes through every station within less than a second. So it's, it sounds like static Is all the way like through. The, um, I was reading about something called uh, the buzz station, uh, a Russian station that they believe it's been it's been broadcasting the same static since like 1970. Are you kidding me? I never heard of that. Let me see if I can find it. I need to look that up. Because it might be. Yeah, it's uh here. Let me see. How often do you con- conduct your paranormal investigations? Well, since COVID, not often, but um, usually my team will probably have like three or four big places that we go to together as a team. That's these large locations uh, or larger ones um, or less larger but still popular locations, and then we probably have. I say every year, and actually, um, our inquiries um, during COVID nineteen has almost tripled. And I don't know if that's just the fact that people are home more, realizing some stuff, or just COVID nineteen just messing with everybody's heads. But um, usually, we have about hundred submissions for residential cases, mm. and out of the hundred, we probably do about ten. 15 residentials a year really but i have team that's just my kentucky team i i'm a founder of the error 404 paranormal network and then i had there's um two teams in florida two teams in ohio two teams here in kentucky a team in new mexico i'm gonna have a third team actually miami coming up soon and then i have a team out in la and los angeles soon too so you don't have a team so, in Georgia? No, but if you want to have a team. <laughs> I, was just, but, uh, I was just wondering, the place that that uh, that I grew up in down in Georgia, the house was built, like the house is built less than 10 feet away from a uh, 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 a Confederate cemetery that is all of, it's wow. all of my family members. And there's been things going on in that house for Ever since, ever since it was built, ever since I was a kid. Do you have a picture of that house? I can get one. Well, the house yeah, isn't, isn't don't there tell me. anymore. No, it's not there anymore. <laughs> no, the house is there. Is it? Oh, the one up on the hill there. Yeah. Oh, okay. I yeah. thought it was the the one that burned uh, down where we're at. Oh no 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 no. No, this is the house up there. Well, don't tell me much more about it right now. Send me a picture of it and see if I can remote view and pick up anything on it that that correlates with. Anything that you've heard or witnessed or anything oh, like that. Be fun. Yeah, there's a yeah. Here's that thing. It's um, it's a it's a radio station. They call it the buzzer. It's been broadcasting a continuous pulse since the 1970s, and people believe it's part of an automated Soviet doomsday project. Oh my gosh. Okay, I did not know this. this yeah. I will you believe me. I'm going to be looking at this after we in in this conversation. This might be because I have my show called What the Fly every every Monday mm-hmm. night now. Uh, we may play a little bit of the buzzard every every week for a oh. moment and start, share it up on the screen. Wow! Yeah, there's part a... of that. Yeah, I was just looking into that. See, I, I knew we were talking to you tonight, so I started going down all kinds of rabbit holes. Uh, just just weird stuff, you know, the protocols of the elders of Zion and. Uh, I don't know that one. <laughs> that's the that's the original conspiracy theory. 
the one that I don't uh, even know that one. Yeah, it came out of it was a, a papers that were originally written in France and then they were bastardized and taken taken by the Germans. It's basically uh, from I guess 1903 that spread the idea that there's a Jewish cabal bent on overthrowing the uh, Christian nations. Um, it's not too that, far off. Yeah. Well, and then there's not the, that it's Jewish, but there's a cabal. <laughs> um, so then there's another one that uh, says that Katy Perry's eyes and eyebrow shape. Uh, believe yeah. you've heard this one. Uh, yes, that they, they I've think heard several things with Katy Perry. That they think that uh, she's not Katy Perry; she's actually John Benet Ramsey. John Benet Ramsey. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I the research I've done with John Benet Ramsey is that her dad is actually linked to pedo the uh, or the pedo empire. I don't know if you've researched anything about pedophilia in our country, but um, he was part of or he was good buddies with with some people that were that are high influencers back then especially i think one guy's dead in the pedo ring mm. so um i think that i personally think that john bidet actually was at her house i went to their house um didn't get to investigate it or anything but in boulder and um i do believe that she died and people keep saying that the brother did it, but he he's autistic. I don't think the brother did it. I think it was more led around with this pedophilia issue that uh, we've had for a very, very long time. And then finding out her father was linked to some of, some of those ringleaders um, in Colorado, which we have the International Denver Airport there, which has a lot coming in and going. Out of that report, and the guy, the guy too, the guy that said that he killed John Bonet. Remember him? How weird he was. Yeah. He actually had connections with her father years ago, but the news media did not put that out anywhere. Hmm. So I think he might have had something done with John Bonet, and he's part of, part of the pedophilia ring. So I think she's dead. But it's interesting because Katy Perry does. I mean, she's. Looks like John Bonet from you know I don't know have to have they done a digital I have, thing I, on how John Bonet would grow up and look like what she'd look like? No, I have no idea. Do you uh, uh-huh. do you believe in in lizard people? Reptilians, yes. Okay, all right. Have you watched the uh, the documentary? Are you all going to ghost me now? Just like the guy says, you talk <laughs> uh, to ghosts. <laughs> well, we're going to call you right back. <laughs> uh, he you... has not texted me back, by the way. No. Uh, I said, you... hey, haven't heard from you in a while. Just seeing if you're okay. And nothing back. <laughs> uh, at least you've got this this alibi saying you didn't do it. <laughs> uh, have you seen the, the, the documentary Beyond Majestic? No. Okay. I was just wondering. No. Um, the reptilians, to me, I, it comes from a biblical point of view on my side, um, it, which is the Nephilim. I don't know if you've heard of the Nephilim or not, but it's like a bloodline that the Bible talks about. And uh, Noah specifically, you know, when the flood, basic Bible issues, like God destroyed the world with the water, all right, the flood. And um, what was happening, there's always been a bloodline issue, bloodline issue to Jesus and Satan, which has dominion over this planet. This is so deep, and I don't know if you all want to go this way, but... I'll try to make it short. Um, Noah said that this race of people, which is the fallen angels, um, the Nephilim, was here before the flood, and they're here afterwards. In the book of Job, they meet the sons of God, which is the Nephilim, meet, and Satan is 
meets with them. But they have formed into this bloodline that's always tried to just destroy what God has planned and destroy children. Because even King Herod back in the day, when Jesus said the Son of Man was here, he tried to have all the babies killed and um, two years and younger, all the male babies back then. So that's why we're having such a big thing with the pedophilia and things. But the Nephilim that are not of human nature, that are not humanistic, but are of a, um, it doesn't necessarily reptilian, but kind of like lizard type thing is mentioned in the Bible. So I believe in it. And I also like, have you seen those shapeshifters on TV? Like, I think Lindsey Graham is a shapeshifter. I cannot find this clip. <laughs> I've seen, I swear I've seen those, he's a shapeshifter. Yeah. I There's a lot of gay guys it. out there that think he's a shapeshifter as well. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsey Graham, I'm telling you, I was watching Newsmax. Now, this is on YouTube, not on mainstream media. Or anything, and now they put these little clips up. So I will get some stuff from clips to do some research. Well, this, this was after... Flipping, what's his face, um, Vice President Pence, all that stuff happened. They they brought Lindsey Graham on for an interview. So it's like a four-minute clip or something on YouTube. So I'm watching and see what Lindsey Graham, because Lindsey Graham said one thing before that voting happened, but did another, okay? So I'm, I said, I'm going to see what he says here. So I'm watching, watching, and when I'm watching him, his eyes start changing, I'm like, that's weird. And I'm sitting here looking at, I'm like, am I seeing this? I even blew the screen up because I have a touchpad and I was blowing it up. I'm looking and I'm like, his eyes are changing. It changed into slits. I promise you. Well, then they end the interview. The guy that was interviewing him said, did you think his eyes look weird? The guy even said it on Newsmax. And I was like, damn, he heard, he saw it too. And so then I'm like, like all flustered, and I go back in. I try to go back in, and there's three or four of my other friends that saw that clip too. Can't find it anywhere. Can't find it. Hmm. His eyes changed on camera. It was the weirdest thing. And I was like, okay, that just validates me. Have you seen the one of uh, of Obama's Secret Service when he was giving that speech, and it was the video of one of his Secret Servicemen was shape shifting? Well, that one news reporter, where's she from? She claims to be a shape shifter. She just came out and said it, and like her her tongue changes when she talks sometimes on the news, and her eyes like you know does that reptilian her eyes doesn't like convert into the slits but it it it, like has that you know how reptiles uh reptilians like close their eyes like lizards and they open it and they have that other like skin that's over their eye and goes back her eyes do that i can't is she german reporter or something i i don't know i'm trying to get get that david is his last name inkle or something on my show he was a professional football player or he believes in the reptilians they say Nancy Pelosi's one. I, they say the queen, the queen, and then uh, um, Prince Philip that just died. They're still trying to find the children from, what was that, back in the 90s or 80s where the queen took 10 children and they all went missing. Still trying to find the kids on, on them. What? Yeah, I don't know anything <laughs> about that. Oh, uh, the, the, the queen, you know, they did a lot of stuff down in South Africa. Uh-huh. Um, and then we have uh, Prince Andrew, that's best friends with Jeffrey Epstein. 
Uh, yeah, they are child traffickers. Wow. Now I will say the naked man that's coming out of the window at the, at the um, oh Buckingham Palace, which from a distance looks like a young adolescent boy, like 14 or 15, but up close, he's he's a man. And yes, I did zoom in, and he was naked, but it was just the backside. <laughs> uh-huh. um, yeah, that's good story, there, was... Emily. <laughs> <laughs> This People is a are saying show. That, that they have <laughs> children inside the Buckingham Palace that they held captive. I did some research on that. That was actually a clip from what was it? Not there's a show, The Royals, um, that's on HBO or something. That's actually a clip for that TV show, oh. which I didn't know that they actually filmed at Buckingham Palace. I thought they just made a replica of it, but they actually filmed there, and he got thrown out of the castle or the well, I guess it's a castle, a palace, and um, naked, the princess that lives in there threw him out of the window, and he was scaling down the window on sheets, and everybody was saying, oh, oh, here they are, kids are trying to escape, kids are, no, it was for a movie, or a TV show. <laughs> no, well. but, but, but there's suspicious things with the royals, and... Diana, Diana, I think she was murdered, and then they're now saying she has this secret daughter that's come up. Sarah, I think is her name, and looks just like Diana, exactly like Diana. And so that's all a big, huge thing going on right now, especially on TikTok. TikTok, Diana's daughter, secret daughter. Are you Um, on TikTok? Yeah, but I don't do a whole lot on TikTok. I like to get on there and look at conspiracy clips and stuff like that. Do you make dance videos? No. You don't. I can't dance. Okay. I can't dance anymore. Like what my, do you mean anymore? back in the day with my dance, like I can't get low. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I get low and I can't get back up sometimes. No. <laughs> you know, my, my dancing back in the day consisted of the Macarena. That's what I grew up on was the Macarena. Um, we still did the electric slide. That was still big back then. What else did we do? Oh, oh, Tootsie Roll. Here we go. Here we go. My Tootsie Roll to the left, to the left, <laughs> to the right, to the right. Yeah, we did Tootsie Roll. Um, Warren G. We had Warren G. back then. <laughs> oh, Tricky, Run DMC. Oh, I still listen to Run DMC. I run. I run to Run DMC when I exercise. You run, but you can't dance. Yeah, I mean... I haven't tried in a while, but I could, I mean, if you need me to do a Run DMC dance, I, I might do that on TikTok and send it to you. <laughs> no, we're not on TikTok I'll at do- all. We don't know how any of this stuff oh. works. Um, I, I don't know how you would even use to, I, I was just talking to uh, uh, a guy earlier who runs a, a print shop. He says that uh-huh. uh, he put a video up of him just printing things. And he said within like a couple of hours, he had 20,000 views. And then by the end of the day, it was 60,000. It generated zero sales for him. Like it was just people just looked at his video and moved on. Out of 60,000 people, he got nothing. So I don't know how any of this stuff works. I don't know either. But if if, here's what I would suggest for him, he could be, he can join the creator group on TikTok and you sign you negotiate with them on contracts and, and things and he can just do a printing clip every day if he gets that many views and then he can make money off that video hmm. by clicks. Look into they that. don't have yeah, chip will look yeah, into that. Chip. Uh, yeah, by clicks 
or views, not necessarily selling a product. Chip will, uh, Chip will get on there every day and show him out at the farm. Chip, Chip lives on a farm and, and, uh, he'll slaughter cows or whatever the hell it is you do on there. <laughs> do you slaughter cows? <laughs> Are you a slaughterhouse? Occasionally. No. Okay. He, uh, he raises, he raises what cows, goats, uh, all kinds Llamas, of Llamas, alpacas, sheep, lamb. Right now he's feeding skunks, baby skunks. <gasps> oh, I want a skunk for a pet. Yeah. Well, I love well, this. Good smell. luck with I that because <laughs> yeah, we we called DNR to get permission to keep it because you have to have written permission from uh from the uh from uh, uh from DNR, you know, like Game Warden. Uh, you right. have to have written permission from them so that you can have them where they remove their scent glands. You're right. <clears throat> they said, but no. I love the smell of skunk. Oh, you love the smell of skunk. <laughs> I love the smell of skunk. Let me tell you, if it's fresh. If it's fresh on the street, <laughs> I will turn around and drop right back through it just to smell it again. Really? And then I'll go back. Yes. I love the smell. My mom's like, it's weed. It's weed? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't care. It's the closest thing to weed to me then. <laughs> I'm smelling it. I'm smelling it. And my br- my son, he's 11. But the last couple of years, I'm like, oh, you smell it? You smell it? He can't stand the smell. I'm like, oh, we're going back through. We're going back through. And so I'll turn <laughs> So, uh, but see what he's like, you're gonna smell it two more times, mom. We're gonna go through and then we're gonna come back. I said, That's right, it's fresh. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, it. he's not gonna need any therapy or anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, it smelled that, a lot worse. That's uh, <laughs> well, I don't have any more questions. I've got a lot of information that I need to okay. process. Yeah, he's got post it notes all over his mic stand now. Oh, that's nice. I didn't know what we were going to talk about. No, we so. didn't either. <laughs> well, I should have you all come on my show eventually, too, so uh, and, and talk about it. I, I did do a little bit of advertisement there on Instagram, and then I shared it on my group page and my paranormal page, but... Well, we'll uh, send you. A, this we'll, was fun. We'll, we'll definitely send you a link when this is uh, all processed, so that you can uh, okay. do whatever you want with it. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Well, at least I didn't cuss like a sailor. My mom's like, "You got to stop cussing so much." Because the last time I, uh, I was really, I drank too much. Really, she drinks too and much. She, she loves the smell of skunks, and she curses like a sailor. She definitely needs to be dating me, right? <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. Are you gonna ghost me? No. Is is the problem? I talk to ghosts. I talk to spirits. If I do, it's because guy, I can't figure out how my phone works. Off. I thought this guy's dead. This guy is dead. I'm gonna be so like upset about it. Yeah, you keep you keep saying that. Yep, <laughs> keep repeating that over and over again. Uh, you know, when the cops are knocking on your door, oh, dreaming. is he dead? <laughs> they don't even get oh a word gosh. out. He's dead, right? <laughs> it's, it's probably, let me Google his name, and it's going to come up with his obituary. I hope you haven't recently Googled how to make chloroform, because that's going to look bad, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's the dating life of a paranormal investigator. Uh, I, so. Yeah, well... That's a thing like everybody nowadays, I think. At least, at least I'm not psychic. Like I can, I, I, I think if I was psychic, I would have seen that coming. But oh, I'm not psychic. I don't want to read into people's lives. I have a, a hard time with my own. Well, it's been a lot of fun, and uh, it has been. Like I said, we'll uh, we'll send everything to you. Be- like before we publish everything, we'll send it out to you so that you can. Uh, I don't know what you're going to do with it. 
I don't know how the. Well, I'll share. I'll share it out and everything. I'll put it on my website and stuff too. So. Okay. Oh well. Do you want to plug anything real quick before you go? Oh yeah. If anybody wants to follow follow um, my show, I have a show called What the Frick Live. It's on Monday nights on the Manifest Network. Um, that's our. That's the main page, and that's Facebook.com backslash the Manifest Network. My website, which is the best way to keep up with me since Facebook and some other social media has been banned. It's emilymenshouse.org um, under topics. You can go in there. I have all kinds of topics up. Not every topic has a video right now, but that's coming. Then I have my Paranormal Network, and that's AIR, E-R-R-O-R, 404, Paranormal. That's Facebook. Um, that's my network. If you'd like to be part of a team that we have or start your own team, uh, you can contact us through there. And that's about it. Uh, so when is your book coming out? Which one? Oh, the, the one that you mentioned earlier. <laughs> I am also a creator of narcissism from soulmate to devil. So that's my major book that I'm working on right now. Oh, the article. I'm Who's gonna, the I have a short story. I'm sorry. I have a short story. I hope you edit that part out. I have a short story coming out in August. Um, it's it's I don't know the title of she hasn't given me the title or anything, but it's supposed to come out between August and September. Um, I'm part of it's an all women's um, book that all the women in it that wrote their short stories are in the paranormal field. So that's coming out in August, September. And it's it's the shadow man um, okay. is the short story uh, is a short story. Yes. Yeah. Okay. True. True story so oh and if anybody wants to listen to any evps too um i put all of my class a evps up on soundcloud so that's soundcloud.com backslash frick f-r-i-c-k and a-n-d frack f-r-a-c-k paranormal and you can listen to my evps over there yeah i'll go check those out right before i go to bed yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, there's a, there's there's tons of them. Some of them you might have to use the headphones or earbuds for them, but they're good ones. Some really good ones. I have one at the Culbertson Mansion over in New Albany, Indiana. I, I used to attack haunted locations during the day because if it's going to be haunted, it's going to be haunted during the day. Yeah. And surprise and do a, a par, quick paranormal one-hour paranormal investigation. So one of them was the Culbertson Mansion. It was just me and the person I was with and the tour guide there and he's like i'm not going to make you all pay it's just you two and we're we've been dead due to, due to this construction and they couldn't work on the house that day so we start doing this we go downstairs in the basement it's just us three i have an evp it's the best evp i've gotten it goes shut up really loud i didn't have my earbuds in or my headphones at that time because we were down in the gift shop and i was took those out and i just had my recorder out and i was buying some things down there oh my gosh it's the best evp shut up culbertson mansion what is the name chip what is the name of the haunted place here or here here by your uh, farm oh which place the place like right down the road you told me about the two guys lived in oh uh corpsewood manor have you heard of corpsewood manor uh-uh yeah, you'll have to do some. You'll have to look into that. Yeah, it's. Oh, I'm going to top this out too, so I can look it up. Corpse. <laughs> yeah, corpse cor wood. Yeah, yeah, corpse wood manor. Like a corpse, like a dead corpse. Yeah, yeah, it's called corpse wood. Oh my gosh. And this is like this is about probably 15 minutes up the road from me where I live. Um, it was back a long time ago. It was too. It was 
it was a gay couple. It was two men that um, they basically they built like they built a castle up on top of this mountain, and because they were kind of shunned from the community because they were gay everyone was convinced they had a lot of money and there was uh, a man that basically recruited i think he was like a, i think he was 15 a 15 year old and told him that they were going to go and like rob them and steal all their money and everything they had so they go up there and they break into their house and tie them up or i think they i think they actually invited them over is what i think maybe one of them kind of befriended them and they invited them over for drinks, and they basically they tied them up and shot both of their mastiffs, and held them at gunpoint wow. and demanded money. And they were like, you know, we don't have anything. We have nothing. Like we put every bit of our money into this house. We don't have anything. And they ended up killing both the guys, and then uh, searching their house and found nothing. And then I think uh, I think the younger boy ended up turning himself in. And maybe they caught the other dude. Details wow. are fuzzy, but supposedly that location is uh, there's stuff that goes on there. I'll look that up too this week and see if I have any friends that's been there. That it, it, where is that? At? Is that in Tennessee or no? This is down in Georgia. Yeah, north Georgia. Uh, northwest Georgia, like right right outside of Chattanooga. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I'll see if I had any friends down that way or that might. Can you investigate it? Uh, yeah, it's oh, I think it's open okay. to the public. I think you can just write it. Oh, there. okay. All right. Yeah, I'll look that up. That might be a place to go to. Mm. I like to go to places that haven't been on TV a whole lot and yeah. things. And I think so. there's a short documentary about it on, I believe it's on YouTube. Okay. Yeah, not a lot of people know about it. And I think there's a Facebook page that you can go to and people post stuff on there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not it's not that well known but i'll look it up that's why i like the gill man the gill house up in ohio it's not that well known right now but it's it's getting ready yeah. to be a re- really well-known place and that's why i felt drawn to go there and, um, and this place too but, the their their house is, is it's not there anymore it's the foundation of the house and some of the exterior walls are still up but they still say that wow. things go on there i'm sure i'm sure it does that's a lot of energy mm-hmm. in a place all right. Well, all right. We'll, well, it's uh, not too bad. I, I listened to some of your all's clips there on Facebook and, and stuff, and I, I'm, I'm just going to recommend my pillow. Your pillow. <laughs> Mike Lindell's my, my pillow. What's that? For, for a stiff neck. Oh. <laughs> That's all. That's it. Just go. Please help Mike Lindell out. He he needs some. He he needs you to buy some pillows. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I'll get right on that. <laughs> I was like, I, I started thinking, what am I getting myself into on this? Because some of those clips, my face turned red, and it's hard to embarrass me. <laughs> and just remember, those are the what you're listening to in those clips. That's an edited version. <laughs> A lot of stuff doesn't make it to the final cut. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully a little push for my clientele. Like if we do a two-hour show, if we do a two-hour show, an hour and five minutes makes it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, it was really good to meet you both. Thank you so much. I love the name of your show too. I love it. So thank you. It was great great to meet you, and thank you for answering all of our questions. And I have more questions, but it'll have to wait for another time. Right. And, and if if I, his his radio name is Anthony, if he messages me back ever, I'll let you know. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. We need closure on that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Call us if you need All better right, money. You... <laughs> <laughs> 
You all have a good night. Thank you. Me too. Thank, Thank you. you. Okay, look, dude. What the fuck was she talking about? is ruining the show.